This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's Jack Farmer, Raj Geary for now, and Justin Labar (laughs) all here on a Monday night to talk about Monday Night Raw. Before we get into all the news and notes and breaking everything down, how you fellas doing? Uh, Justin, how was your weekend? Any fun notes? Uh, The the weekend was good. Uh, I love this time of year. So weekend was good. good. No real complaints. Good times and and Raj, you uh, had a uh, you've decided uh, to to go off and uh, enjoy your summer, but uh, it must <laughs> you must have had a great weekend to get you get you thinking about taking uh, taking some time off. Uh, you know, I mean, this past weekend, uh, my daughter is there in a, a dance competition uh, or a dance group. This past weekend, they were in Columbine, and uh, I'd never actually uh, Columbine's very close to where we live. My my sister, her. That was their high school rival, but I had never been in Columbine, so uh, it was eerie um, mm-hmm. with everything that's going on to to go into that school. And so I, you know, I did that this past weekend. It was eerie, but yeah, I'm going to DC in a week. I'm going to Europe. Going to go to Venice. Uh, going to go to Paris. So. Jeez. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, and you think that's better than watching Raw? I can watch Raw from there. <laughs> why can't you just you put can your... both. Why, why you're in Paris, can't you just stop what you're doing and watch Raw and chat with us? Spoiler the Eiffel Tower will be there forever. You don't need to see that. <laughs> Hang on, honey. The lovemaking can wait till later. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Three Veer. hours of Raw is up next. Veer is coming Afterwards. up. Afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how far into the summer you plan on going to Paris, but I'm sure Veer versus Mysterios will be happening then too. So you'll want to make sure you don't miss that. Absolutely, uh, it'll be very important. To <laughs> he see. can always watch. I mean, he's he's flying. Raj is flying on the private plane. He can, I'm sure he's got. I'm sure he's got cable equipped on the damn plane. <laughs> right. Well, you know. Well, 
Well, we uh, we we have some uh, some news that we we want to talk about, and uh, I know everyone is probably uh, waiting to hear us chat about it. It's a it's a little sad, but it's it well, it's very sad. But it's about Jeff Hardy. Um, he was uh, arrested. Uh, numerous reports have now come out about Jeff Hardy's condition uh, during his arrest for the DUI, as well as driving with a suspended license. ESPN's uh, Mark uh, Remond Remondi. Am I saying that right? Remondi. Yeah. Mondi uh, cited the Florida Highway Patrol arrest reports, which described Hardy as in a stupor and confused after being pulled over for swerving and running off the roadway. Uh, two breathalyzers were done, a .294 and a .291, both very much so over the point, uh, the legal limit of 0 0.08. Uh, this is a very sad story and uh, something I don't think anyone wanted to hear. Uh, as far as I know, no one was hurt, which is the most important thing uh, in the whole thing. But uh, it's 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 sad to see. Um, you know what, Raj, you're the boss, man. I'll let you take it first. Any uh, any any thoughts on this? Almost four times the the amount. He's wrecked his car before. I, I you know. I, I'd be hard pressed to find someone that has had real negative things to say about Jeff Hardy as a person. So he's kind of one of those guys that you just really wish that uh, the best for him. And you know what? If he, if he wants to have drinks and, and do whatever, that's fine. But once you're doing it in front of a car, you're putting others at risk and that's, and doing it over and over again, getting caught over and over again, because three times in the last 10 years, that probably means he's done it hundreds of times because you're not getting caught every time. Mm -hmm. The number of times you're actually getting caught is a small fraction. The fact that he's been caught that many times, uh, it's just, yeah, man, it's, it's just tough because he's a good dude. He doesn't realize until it happens the kind of damage he's causing or could cause and uh it's fucked up mm -hmm. i mean that's just the bottom line and uh i you know if if he can handle his alcohol or not as long as he's not driving who cares you know that's fine but the fact that he continues to drive uh is just it's just tough it's uh and, and Justin, you know, this is one of those things where it's a very layered situation. Obviously, obviously the guy shouldn't be, no one should be drinking and driving. And um, it's obviously an issue he's had in the past. It, it's, it's very, it, it's very, you know, addiction can be a tough thing. And I, you know, I'm not going to state what he is or isn't, but uh, it's a, it's a sad situation. It's a tough situation to, for us to break down in just a few sound bites. But um, uh, one, hopefully he gets the help he needs Two good no one's hurt i don't really know what else to really say about it but uh, any thoughts or you know a couple weeks ago i had no hesitation to uh, speak about how frustrated and just disgusted i was with tammy sunny sunny stitch uh and and, I, and and hers a little bit worse her somebody did uh die in, in the in her, in her alleged vehicle uh incident i had no problem why because I already kind of had my mind made up, had for a long time that I don't think she's a real good person. I think there's some things that have been reported on in the news and action that she's a just a, just a questionable person with some of the decisions that she's made. You know, just that's just my opinion. So I had no problem saying, "Here we go once again, Sunny. Somebody like like 
when when is enough enough? She needs to she needs to you know pay her debt to society for. And and to what Roger's point is, it, it it is hard to be that aggressive for me. Jeff, I mean, when is enough? But it is hard because Jeff is a Jeff does continue to entertain us, and Jeff is a good dude. This is somebody you know. I was just around a few weeks ago when we had him here in Pittsburgh, and I've been around him many times. He's had you know my daughters had his time. I'm like, he's a cool dude. He's a good good person. I don't think he's a bad person. That I don't think he's out there to hurt anybody. I don't think it's ever in any malicious intent. But that said, to to what Raj said, drink and do whatever you want to do. That's your prerogative. You you have your your life, your money. You can do whatever you want to do. But when when the average Joe Schmo, who's not a millionaire, and and, and Jeff Hardy is, when the average Joe Schmo with with two taps of their phone and for forty fifty bucks at most can get a ride home from an app. I mean, what more is there to say? So I, I don't know. I, you know, I think uh, I think the latest story is a court date. I think Tuesday afternoon. So obviously, we'll see what comes out of that. Um, wish the best for him. I, you really want him, you really want the best for him. But I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what what else to say. At what point is do they say you had too many chances? Uh, NYC Demon Diva in the chat here says uh, people around him are enabling him too. How do you let him drive around like that? He wasn't there alone. Uh, yeah, that's that's where uh, you know friendship. You know, friends come in, and we also got a um, uh, super chat here from uh, Tox Kazim saying, eight years sober. I pray for Jeff Hardy. Alcohol abuse is not a joke." Uh, that's where you know I always think it, it's it's always tough. Like obviously, we know the right thing to do, but it's hard to judge someone who's going like, who's going through something like that. Again, I don't know Jeff. I've never met Jeff Hardy in person. I don't know what he's 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 like or what he's going through. So again, I don't want to pretend I know. But uh, um, uh, there's someone must have walked by my front door. Sorry about that. But um, the uh, um, but yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on with him. But uh, it's 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 tough on on his end. But at the same time, at the end of the day, you you just can't be getting behind the wheel if you're that drunk. Uh, but Tox, congratulations to you on eight years sober. Good for you. Yeah, that's that, that's huge. So what? Um, feel weird yeah. drinking my wine tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know, uh, you know what? Um, Jeff has been given opportunity after opportunity. I, I I I'm always pulling for Jeff. He is such you know outside of his issues, he is such a good dude. And uh, you just want to see that turn into a success story. And um, it's just when you see these detours where it's not turning into that, it's it just you, you just hope that it can get back on the right track. I, I, you know, again, if Jeff can control his drinking or whatever, if, if he's, you know, he's a millionaire, there's no reason he can't take an Uber or a, a taxi, or, or or hire a private driver. Or a helicopter. Whatever, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, um, it's just, it's just uh, he's putting people at risk, and families at risk, and kids at risk. And it, it's just no longer for, forgivable when it's been this many times over this many years. Well, And, and WWE, and- they were trying to send him to rehab and all of a sudden it's, you know, I, 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 I tweeted this earlier. I hate when stuff like this turns into an AEW versus WWE thing. Cause it's not, mm-hmm. uh, it's all individual talents. Different people have their different stories and, and whatnot, but 
WWE did try to send Jeff Hardy to rehab. And it wasn't like they saw one particular incident. They're like, oh, we need to get him to go. Clearly, there was more behind it. And uh, they were right. You know, apparently they, what they wanted to do was the right thing. Yeah, it's um, we, we got a couple of chats here. Uh, DAP MTB in the chat, the super chat. Thank you so much. Uh, there wasn't a message there. So if you do have a question or something, feel free to throw that in there. We'll make sure we get to it. Uh, but also we got uh, Marvin Thompson in the chat saying, I won't be able to listen to watch the podcast until later tonight. So here's a thanks in advance, gentlemen. Thank you, Marvin. Always appreciated to have you here. And uh, thanks for supporting the show. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, like I said, I don't know if there's really much more to add to it. I think uh, something's got to happen. It, it, to your point, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with drinking, but I definitely think that once you start uh, putting people's lives at risk and think, that's why I say the, the best thing from this story is that no one apparently was hurt uh, in any right. way is, is the best takeaway. And hopefully that, that yeah. is the last time anyone is at risk in this situation. And he's been in accidents where his car got jacked. You know, like where he swerved into another lane. So, health is the most important thing. I mean, so yeah. I mean, I guess because it's a it's a wrestling podcast, we can go a little more superficial, shallow level. Which is, you know, he and his brother were again. They were using them, the Hardy Boys reunion here, you know, having a, a run in AEW. Going to have a, a ladder match this Wednesday. They were supposed to, not probably not now. Um, so just the more shallow end of it, just the business side of it. Um, you know. Who knows what happens now? I mean, I don't know if Tony Collins had precedent yet of somebody on the roster getting a DUI, much less, uh, you know, a repeat offender. So I don't know what the precedent is on Tony Collins' leash, if, if he lets Jeff go, if he suspends him, or what happens. But, I mean, that's the other thing. It's not, you know, it, you, now you're affecting, you're affecting business. You're affecting, you just – if now that match is canceled, you just affected other people that were supposed to be in that match and their livelihood this Wednesday or – you affected a run that you and your brother are going to have, you know, one more time here. So, and that match was removed from their tweet previewing the the episode. But uh, if they, if if they go through with it, you know, I, I just think it's a bad look. If they have Jeff Hardy wrestle this Wednesday, I think it's a bad look. I, I don't I don't know how they, I don't think they could. I mean, having him wrestle twenty four hours off of a court date, right? <laughs> off, of, yeah. off of a court hearing, yeah. of, right? Uh, yeah. of, of your however many it's been i mean yeah. but we've seen it before so yeah. it, it, this will be interesting in how yeah how AEW handles it not just even this week but just long term like is there any type of uh whether or not they do any type of wellness policy after this whether or not there's any type of uh follow up with this if if Jeff Hardy does just find his way back on TV it'll be interesting to see how they handle it and, regardless and, and, of what they do oh sorry go ahead no, just that, that was it. Yeah, basically. You know, uh, when people would talk about AEW's honeymoon period, it really was three years. And, and people would be like, oh, they've been around two years. And you're talking about a honeymoon period and whatever. But really, this is the honey. This has been the honeymoon period. Now you're starting to see them having to deal with real issues. Uh, they're having to deal with people's contracts coming up. They're having to deal with uh, trying to keep talent from leaving. It's become a different game. It's going to be way more interesting. But And now with Jeff Hardy, this is really the first time that you're really seeing that they're having to deal with the top star uh, in that situation. And uh, 
it's just it's just a different story. Yeah, because to be fair, it's also it's you're right. It's a top star. To be fair, it's it's not someone who it means nothing, you right? Know? Like Jeff Hardy means something, and I know that this is bigger than that. And you got to separate the performer from the issue, but from a business, it, it's not nothing. It's you're no, not getting rid of no. It's a, it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, what were we gonna say, Justin? It, I was just gonna say it's the first time that uh, yeah, the, the new car smell that EW is gone. Um, they're now dealing with the, with the real now they're now now they're dealing with the real world what it is to be a pro wrestling company <laughs> day in day out year in year out but yeah this is the first time that they're having a, a top star that uh, that it's their letters attributed to them it's their AEW letter that's on TMZ and if you're on the cover of TMZ it's normally not a good thing no um, but uh, moving on from that someone else who's is uh, someone's gonna be taking some time away or at least moving on uh, to the next thing is Paige who announced on Twitter that. She'll be um, her. She'll be stepping away from WWE or parting ways with WWE. Her contract is coming up with WWE uh, July seventeenth, I believe, is the date. I actually don't have the uh, article right here in front of me, but um, she'll be her and WWE are parting ways. And I don't know what's next for her. She said it. Um, I believe on one of her twitches, she said it was uh, WWE has decided to not continue having her as part of WWE. Um, which is a shame because I think that Paige is one of the most underrated people when it comes to the women's evolution. But uh, Justin, any thoughts on maybe what's next or July 7th? I think Alicia's saying in the chat, my apologies. Um, but Justin, any thoughts on Paige and her maybe next steps or anything, uh, anything regarding Paige? Uh, well, yeah, first off, I mean, she, I remember being in New Orleans when she made her, her raw debut. I mean, and she, I mean, this is somebody who she's not even 30 yet, folks. She is such a big part of ushering in the, you know, the, the, the now, the modern, the current era of, of the women being, um, you know, on par with the men getting this, you know, getting, you know, main eventing and, and getting as much time. You know, she was right on the first part of that. Um, and so, you know, accomplished a lot young. She's still young. Uh, I mean, it's kind of in some ways it's kind of, you know, she's somewhat fortunate that she got she's been under contract for as long as she had. Obviously, she's been medically disqualified for a couple of years by WWE, at least. Um, you know, they, they, they put her on the Fox show for a little bit and they had her as an authority figure right after they made her authority figure was when the McMahons kind of took the show back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that kind of did away with her as an authority figure. So she's, you know, she really hasn't had much to do. Um, so I mean, she, but she's been getting paid the whole time. So I mean, that's good. Uh, I suspect though, we might, she might be another story like a Brian Danielson, like an edge, um, where we thought she was done, but maybe she does get medically cleared and maybe she is able so i don't think um i don't think i'd be surprised if i saw her in step into a ring somewhere mm-hmm. aw i don't know where but i think i don't think we've seen the last for wrestle and uh, i just pulled up the article uh on wrestling inc she said wcw decided not or wcw oh my geez uh <laughs> wwe has decided not to re-sign her uh in july 7th yeah is, is the date there uh raj like i said i always felt like um you know, the, the current uh, women's wrestlers are so good and they get so much credit for being so talented and they deserve it all. Uh, but I've always felt that Paige is one of the people that really started ushering in that, like, the women's wrestling can hang with the men's wrestling and at least starting that transition, that bridge there. Um, uh, the, just do you think we, she pops up somewhere? Do you have any thoughts on maybe where she could come up next? Do you think maybe she'll resign in just a few months or whatever? Any any. Do you have any insight? You know everything that's going on backstage. <laughs> I don't know about her neck injury, but I do know that she is a superstar. 
you look i mean there's a movie based on her Mm -hmm. how many wrestlers can say that the rock has a movie where they're the producer based on her life and you can go on amazon prime and find it she's she has that charisma she has that intangible uh, it, it it sucks that her career was cut short but she i've always felt like there has been that role that is just missing like there is something that she is, is going to be the next best thing at that just hasn't been presented to her whether it's managing drew mcintyre or drew uh, managing whoever you know charlotte who you know i don't know what it is but she's got that charisma she's got the star power She's just not being utilized. And I think at some point she will be. And if WWE is not going to take advantage of that, uh, you know, I, I don't know if AEW will, AEW will either because they have way too many people. Samoa Joe was a big deal six weeks ago. It's He's nothing now. You know, they, they bring in so many guys that it just means nothing in two weeks. So, you know, again, I, I just, I just, see that there's something there i don't know if it'll ever be utilized but she is a superstar and i'd love to see it don't let being treated for pain be a pain come to downtown's healthcare 950 17th street in denver find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery without drugs call downtown's healthcare 303-292-9992 now in lowry or downtown well, Raj, to that point i mean you're right i mean they have so many guys and girls at uw does but i almost wonder um, they're still seeing, you know, as AEW continues to improve who is in their women's division, I mean, it's drastically different than it was two years ago and, and different. And I think for the better, maybe, maybe you bring somebody like her and somebody who was literally born into the business, you know, the joke is her mother was pregnant in the ring. It's a wrestler. Maybe you bring somebody in like her to help be the focus to, but behind the scenes, to, you know, in a, in a booking capacity or what have you, an agent capacity that helps. You know, that her her only role, her only her priority every day is the women's division, you know, and and, and maybe help have a woman book the women's division. Yeah. And uh, Justin, to your point. You're saying they've improved, but they're still stuck in the same spot. They're always stuck in that, you know, uh, third quarter in the second hour. The personnel um, has improved. They have a the, the, who they have to, to choose from to use is better than what, what it was right. Used. But it's still the same spots. Like they're so not... maybe so so maybe they need a they need a page. They need somebody to, you know, I know that I know early on the word was that it was Omega that was booking it, and um, right. maybe that maybe maybe there was some disconnect there of what was connecting to American audiences. You know, I don't know what. I don't know if, what, if that's still the case, but I maybe have somebody like her. Um, yeah, because could... it really with AEW with Dynamite, it's the first two quarters and the last quarter. Those are the ones that matter. Everything else is kind of like just filling in the blanks. And until they start putting the women's division in those spots, it uh, they keep making it feel like less than. And I'd like to see it be more than. Yeah, I've always thought to Justin's point. I think they definitely have all the talent there now in AEW. It's just I always think it's consistency because we don't really see the same people very regularly, except for like Jade Cargill uh, now, who's or, awesome. Who's awesome? Yeah, and Britt Baker, who's awesome. They seem to get TV time regularly, but everyone else feels like they they show up, they're on for a few weeks, and then they disappear into obscurity again. Abaddon, what was her name? Abaddon, Abaddon yeah. Abaddon. 
yeah i thought i always think she's she's someone who i think gets your attention right away but it feels like she comes out for halloween and then (laughs) like they put her away until the next halloween even though they build her up like she's this unstoppable character and yeah they just they have all these characters like even chris statlander is great and then she's gone for a long time and then she comes back for a little bit Uh, i just think they need the consistency of having them on regularly so we can you know learn to care about these wrestlers right and it's not just the women's division i think in general they have so many people now that samoa joe how many matches has he had on dynamite once you know one i would i would probably count uh you know like they're bringing all these people but they don't really have spots for them they're just crowding a crowded area and i don't think it's necessarily enhancing the product if if he if Tony Khan relaunches ROH, which I think is a bad idea, I think there's no need for more pro wrestling and another pro wrestling league. I think it's going to fail, honestly. But if he does it, um, it automatically is a B league. And when right. you when you're the B product of a B league, it just um, it, there's no room for that right now. If that makes sense. Yeah, you're gonna get. You're gonna get if you get relegated to beat. Okay, you're just you're the you're on the ROH side. No matter how prideful you might be of what ROH stands for and its legacy, or even if you're Samoa Joe and you help build ROH, in the in the deepest part of your soul, you know, oh, so he wants me over there, but I can't be part of the AEW thing. And the AEW thing is what's bigger. What if he just look? He's a Premier League guy. What if he's just building up his own like Premier League with relegation and promotion and. You've lost too many matches on Dynamite. You're getting relegated to Ring of Honor. Oh, Ring of Honor. You're relegated, going to ROH. Relegated yeah, to Ring of, of Honor. Yeah, relegate. <laughs> say that for you. Relegated to Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah, that really makes a sponsor want to buy in to advertise. Oh, relegated to the Ring of Honor thing. Hey, there's, there's sponsors who maybe can't afford to be on Dynamite. You know, not everyone's like that metal in your lungs guy. You got to. <laughs> with all those advertising in your lungs. dollars. <laughs> in your lungs. <laughs> Oh man! Well, um, before we get moving I, on, I gotta say one more uh, thing about the yeah. ROH thing. I thought you want to talk about the metal in your lungs guy. <laughs> he has a cool jacket, which I've been he, trying to find. Yeah, actually, <laughs> the fact that I know what you're talking about says how good that jacket yeah. is. <laughs> I want to be that guy. Yeah, uh, he's a star. They should push him. <laughs> you know, uh, there's a bunch of you know. I, I love you guys on the internet, obviously. Some some of you <laughs> fucking what a great way to start. We're giving me crap on not knowing CM Punk's entrance in ROH, whatever uh, that Terminator 2 song was. It starts off Terminator 2 when it, it switches to whatever. But uh, if you know that, chances are um, you're not getting laid often. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, what I was going to say is uh, most people. Uh, You're going to say chances are there's metal in your lungs. No. Uh, I'm going to beat that into the ground says, tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the new ROH, it's not going to have all that. So, all right. That's that's it. It's not going to have the Terminator <laughs> music. That's I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, it is funny when people like give you a hard time for not know, like the it, like they give you a hard time for not knowing this very small niche thing. Which what made it special was that no one knew what it was, and then you get crap for not knowing what it was. It's like 
But if you can remember all, if you can remember all the key dates in the Back to the Future trilogy, October fifth, nineteen fifty-five. October fifth, right? I don't know. No, November. November fifth. November fifth. All right. Sorry, guys. By the way, (laughs) sorry about that. I didn't mean it. Oh, you're going out with a bang, Raj. Uh, you can remember if you can remember when Marty went to the alter, alternate universe. You're just getting busy every night. <laughs> and I love the trilogy, but I just <laughs> the correlation you drew up there. Yeah, we uh, yeah, there, that 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 would have been a good way to lead into our sponsors. But I already pulled up Jax's uh, Jax's chat here. It says this doesn't feel like Summer Slam season at all. Sadly. Um, it, it's not SummerSlam season yet. It's money in the bank season. Yeah. And SummerSlam usually starts after the NBA and NHL finals. So, summer first. Yeah. We still got, we got, we still got some time. We got it'll, time. It'll, it'll get Dude, there. Cena's back, you know. So, I'm going to ask you guys. In Lorado, Texas. I'm going to ask you guys this. <laughs> right, Do you we're have Cena to come, back? come back to build a theory? Someone like that, or since you're doing a stadium show, do a, do a marquee match like Cena versus Edge or Cena versus Orton or you know something that's going to sell tickets. No, you build you build theory because you, you you do the thing with theory because we've been screaming for years that they don't build new stars. They're finally doing it with theory. Obviously, they I mean all of his booking's been huge. WrestleMania is huge. You do it. Yeah, maybe Cena versus Theory on the marquee doesn't sell several thousand short of what it would be if you sold Cena versus Edge. But if you do this now, you then are setting up to where Theory can be a marquee draw for stadium shows for years to come. We have to. We, we cannot. I mean, besides, they have to save the marquee legend versus legend stuff for Saudi. And that's the truth. So in this case, domestically, where you're worried about just making sure you put on a good product and, and Peacock's already paying you. No, you build you build to the guy who has got the rocket ship up his ass. Also, when was the last time Johnson won? Like, are we believing him in a marquee matchup anymore? On TV, you always you always believe him in a marquee matchup. It's John Cena. On TV, it's been I can't remember the last time he he won house show matches, but on TV, so so he loses it less than five minutes to the Undertaker and in, in the advertised slash unadvertised match in New Orleans Mania years ago. Nobody thinks any less of John Cena's resume. The fact that he lost, you know, no, no, his star no. power hasn't gone down. No, I, I mean, I don't. I, don't should, mean, I, I, mean, like, I almost feel like he should win this one, even but, though, uh, you know, if he's back for like a three month stretch, I think he he wins this one. Austin Theory, and again, WWE doesn't do this kind of storytelling t- anyway anymore. But Cena wins the first. Theory wins a big match, gets another shot at. Cena, and then you know at Survivor Series, uh, Theory gets his win back. That's not going to happen. But I don't see them having uh, Theory beating Cena. I actually, I wouldn't have. I would have Cena beat Theory too. But I, I'd, I'd have Theory test him and yeah. like make a match of it. Yeah, it's not a squash. You you have it 50-50 and go back and forth. But I mean, Theory is Cena. I mean, that's the whole story of the match. Is he has similar build, similar cockiness, you know, that Cena had back in 2002. I mean, there is just a great story you could tell with that. And 
WWE, they don't tell those stories anymore. But if they wanted to, there is such a great story there. And what I mean by like, do we? I just meant like, if if we saw Cena challenge Roman Reigns again, would anyone believe Cena has a chance? Is more no. what I said. Like he's clearly a star. I think he could still make Theory a star. I just mean like, like if he was really up against one of the top top guys in WWE, do we believe that he really stands a chance anymore? And I, if it's a non-title thing, then you can, in in my opinion, because then it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, weird spot though to have him come back. Am I the only one that thinks it's weird? He's come back in Texas, like nothing against Texas, just feels like kind of a random date. I and think time. it's just, I think, I think it's just how all the things unfolded. It, you, with Cena's schedule, you take him when you can get him. You know, they 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 may have wanted him. I mean, plus any, I mean, this <clears> month <throat> is a twenty year, but I mean, uh, you know, like they were in Wichita, Kansas tonight. Sorry, Wichita. They're in Lincoln, Nebraska next week. It's not, it's not like they're hitting the. The, the top markets. I think it's just it's, if you can get them, and if you can get them in the month that you're advertising, twenty years, you take them where you can get them. You don't fight about it. And and that's after Money in the Bank, right? Or is it right before? No, it's the it's the go the weekend before. before. It's the Monday before the because so, Money in the Bank's a Saturday, yeah, Monday. Before. So they've turned Money in the Bank. It's, it's funny, like it's funny how the the uh, priorities have shifted. You know, back in the day. Pay-per-view was the way to build. And you're not having Roman Reigns versus Riddle on a, a TV show. You're not going to have that on Superstars or Challenge. That's going to be on the pay-per-view. Now, you're making $200 million on Peacock a year, and you're making $500 million on TV. So that's clearly taken the priority. So now you're having Roman versus Riddle on Fox and not on the B-show. So the B-shows have become... Gosh, I don't know uh, what's the, what's the right way to put it. it, it uh, total missable events, but they always over deliver. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing it again. Um, Roman versus Riddle is happening on Fox. I think it's going to be full fledged match. It's not a, a gimmick. Roman's going to beat Riddle, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, well, why do they? Why are they? And I guess it's kind of good. This, this is like our opening segment of Raw. Why are they doing that on? Why are they not? Is it is it for what you just said because there's more money invested in the team? Is that why they're not doing it for Money in the Bank? I think so. I think the the B shows are so low low priority. That... See, but I don't even look at Money in the Bank as a B. I, I, I mean, I've been saying this for years. I think Money in the Bank has moved itself into the top four. I think Survivor Series, sorry, has been bumped to number yeah. five. I mean, I think Money in the Bank's a big deal. That's why yeah. I think. Hence, yeah. hence why they tried to do it in a bigger venue. Obviously, they got screwed. They had to move out of that, but <laughs> well, they they feel it's a big deal. When it was a bigger venue, Roman was going to defend at the show. And once it got moved, I, I think now because they have nothing to gain from having a pay per view at a stadium, you know, yeah. uh, twenty thousand, they're going to sell it out or they're going to do well. Um, their their whole thing now is to make money on these shows. They have to have it at a stadium, and that's why they're doing it on st- state, you know, stadiums when they never did it back in the day. And uh, yeah, and, and if they can't do it, money in the bank. Got, I mean, you see it firsthand. It got moved to a stadium, and they instantly got derailed to a B show, and that's what they think of these stadium shows. I mean, uh, the arena shows. They're B shows. Stadium shows are the A shows, and that's uh, that's how it is. I think they should just do it in Titan Tower like they did uh, a few years ago, with the two 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 ladders on top of the building. I said, no, I'm joking. I, I try to block that whole year out. 
uh well uh yeah either way whether it's a b show or an a show it's it's coming up but also gentlemen just around the corner is father's day and our friends at manscape are here to ensure all the father figures out there are looking daddy material this june manscape's performance package 4.0 which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0 is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe this right here is no dad joke. Treat him and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code WINC20 at manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. Um, this is, uh, we always talk about, I love Manscaped. I love their reads too, but the, I love Manscaped. I use it for just about everything. I got the shampoo now. I got the chapstick. I got the, uh, I use the, uh, of course the, the, the main stuff, the, uh, the lawnmower. I use the, uh, deodorant. I got it all. I, I, I'm full on in into Manscaped. Uh, just, I see you nodding your head. You're a Manscaped guy too. I love my Manscaped. Yeah. I, I, Everything, everything from the tools of the actual manscaping, the lawnmower 4.0, and then that entire uh, arsenal that is the performance package. Um, but then, like I said, I mean, you know, they send us the the, the shampoo and the body wash, and there's a, there's just a, there is a signature scent that has love it. There's a cologne, um, the boxers. I, I mean, again, I know now we're now we're going away from like actual manscaping to now how how we display said manscaping. The boxers. I mean, the, they're they're my wife's favorite. Uh, boxers that i have she she thinks that they look the best they feel the best uh they're comfortable um you know we're getting into warm weather so you know you, comfort and mobility and sweat and all the all the factors of the summertime <laughs> it's the best thing it's the best thing and then the travel bag I, everything i travel with is in the nice leather travel shaving kit um <clears throat> it, I, everything they send is, is is quality i like i love the fact that they support our podcast and you know financially push it and, and we get to promote them but every every time that we get told hey a new products being sent. What address do you want to send to? I get so giddy. I'm like waiting for every time I see UPS or whoever pull up, I get all bumped up. I'm like, oh, it's the Manscaped here. I can't wait to try what they got. That's great. Yeah, I got the boxers on right now. Oh, more to, more more transparency <laughs> on the podcast. Yes, uh, Raj, you're the uh, you're the the leader. Some of the ladies Manscaped watching the, some ladies are watching the podcast right now. Farmer going, prove it. <laughs> that's for the that's for the Patreon. And so uh, a lot of we're giving a lot of information here more than I'd like to for the divulge, but uh, you know, before yeah. you had the, the <laughs> razor, you know, for, for the balls. Right. Now they have the new, I, I forget what they call it, but they sent it and it makes you as smooth as a baby's, a baby's bottom. Uh, <laughs> oh, the little thing they sent us that comes with the different blades. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I got yeah. that too. It's, yeah, yeah. So you, before you put it on, you put the exfoliating on, put that on, then you put the gel on, clean, and I'll say this: I've had good times with it. <laughs> Manscaped, a lot of good sex. Manscaped. This is not This is and he doesn't know CM Punk's ROH entrance. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how you know well, it's like you know hey my wife i love to say this podcast the, the, the one uh, shelf the one shelf of my medicine cabinet very 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 smooth balls yes. there we go. the one the one shelf of my medicine cabinet is is quite like the timeline of like things to do like you have like your crop preserver your ball deodorant it's like a 
You know, it's like yeah. an entire like time on it. I, I, I equate it to when you go to Buffalo Wild Wings and there's the scale of how hot do you want your wing salsa. <laughs> it's kind of like how how screwed up <laughs> is your is your undercarriage situation going today? Undercarriage. Where are you in the timeline? Yeah. <laughs> oh so, my goodness. Manscaped is Tasty designed balls with is the, the, uh, the end end result. Don't blade yourself. Use the lawnmower 4.0. <laughs> the Performance Package 4.0 is here just in time for your pop special day. Inside this package, you find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold his goodies. First off, let me start by saying the lawnmower 4.0 will be the official MVP of Father's Day, their fourth-generation trimmer, features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight he needs for more precise shave. Uh, does your dad have the same trimmer for his body and face? Let's throw that out the window and give him the upgrade he deserves. But wait, there's more, Manscaped. Just launched their brand new Boxers 2.0 that are, dare I say, the best boxers ever. Dare I do. We all know dads love their comfort. With summer just around the corner, the Boxers 2.0 are here to save every father from their uncomfortable heat. These new boxes are packed with revolutionary features, including the jewel pouch designed to cradle his boys in their own special space. This right here is a game changer. Whether he's mowing the lawn, taking out the trash, or golfing in the sun, these moisture-wicking boxers breathe without breaking a sweat. Dads, buy this for yourself. Sons, buy this for you and your dad. Ladies, buy this for your man. And dog daddies, you deserve this treat too. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code WINC2.20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code WINC20. Shake what your mama gave you? Nah, shake what your daddy gave you. George Carlin is turning over in his grave with the amount of euphemisms. <laughs> that we use to put this product over. It uh, is great. It, it is great. You can tell by like when we do this one how much we re- we are really into it. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, we should start talking about raw now that we're forty minutes into the show. Holy Real quick, shit. thanks for everyone watching. Like, comment, share, yeah, that's, subscribe. That's a fifteen minute conversation. That's a. Uh, <laughs> Shout out Night One, Tuck Graff, Braxton Hughes, The Coog 97, AJ Sweeney, Alicia A, Rocky, uh, JP, Bernie DC, Iron Med, Sky High, Dream Realm Studios, Mike D, everyone, thank you so much for joining along. Let's talk about the show. Ms. TV and Paul Heyman, they start the show. And uh, basically, this is a big, remember what Money in the Bank is uh, segment? And then they say, remember, we're going to have Roman Reigns versus riddle on uh smackdown and they make a step that if riddle loses he never gets to challenge roman reigns again and if he wins he's the champion which i think just kind of is part of the deal anyways uh afterwards we get jimmy uso versus montez ford in a great match but jimmy gets a win here which surprised me uh just in the opening of this feels like it was really just a reminder but uh uh jimmy beating montez that shocked me yeah, that shocked me, but I still wrote down Montez continues. He just looks like such a star. He has such charisma. I feel bad for Angelo Dawkins because he's kind of, you know, I feel like you're just, we're just inevitably Genetti in him. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so that, but that was a good opening match, as it always is with Montez and any of the Usos. Um, I, I like this, though. I like, you know, I, I hate the brand split. It's stupid. It's still technically going on, but I like devoting an opening segment to promote what's going on as a main event for Friday. I just like that synergy. 
it is weird that Riddle can't challenge again if he loses, which he probably is. It's not like this is like his 10th challenge. This is his first, I believe. So that's mm-hmm. a little interesting uh, of why they decided to do that. But um, And then my other note, too, I thought it was, I made a note. The Miz and Paul Heyman have been a part of WWE for so long. I mean, the Miz is easily one of the longest tenured full-time stars, if not the longest. Heyman's obviously been around off and on for 20-plus years. Um, I was like, man, you never see them share airtime or screen time. And I was like, well, I guess not, because Heyman's always advocating for a heel, and Miz is always a great heel. So I thought, I thought that was interesting to see two of the best talkers in those two who rarely ever share a scene together, sharing a scene together tonight. Yeah, that was actually a highlight of the night for me. It was just them in the ring together. Uh, but Raj, not a whole lot to take away from this, but I don't know. Maybe you have uh, some insight into what we saw. I mean, to Dustin's point, I cannot remember Heyman and The Miz ever in a segment together. Uh, yeah, know, I don't, I don't know going, if they ever, going back years. Maybe the only thing I could think of is if there was some like uh, money, money in the bank thing where like there was like six people in the ring all at the same time or something where there was just a, a million people out there, but not really sharing time like this. Uh, and I loved it. I want to see them interact more. I thought they were great. They're great. Um, the the rest of it, I, I didn't care. Uh, again, tonight's show just felt like we need to get shit out there. We need to fill some time. We need to. It, it didn't feel like they're really uh, devoting time into a storyline or, or or like really caring into a certain angle that's going to make you want to buy the pay per view. It's more like shit's coming up. Let's throw this out there and and let's go. So I don't know. I, I thought I, I thought this whole episode was not bad, but it was a bore. Yeah, I was going to say uh, to start the show, this felt like a three day weekend episode. Uh, yeah, when I was watching it. I was like, are we sure this isn't a three day weekend? Because it feels like a three day weekend. <laughs> it feels like Memorial Day for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, you're right, though. I mean, there was some fun stuff. Like, I actually really enjoyed the Uso uh, Jimmy Montez match, but I mean, yeah, Jimmy winning. The fact that I'm that surprised about Jimmy you, winning kind of shows you could see that you, you could see that match at a house show, and it'd be a great, entertaining house show. It was just that's kind of what it was. It was just, it was a fun match. Two athletic guys. Crowd Montez is over. Yep, and um, and they had. Uh, not to jump ahead and we'll get back to it, but they had AJ versus Seth Rollins. That's a WrestleMania match. And mm-hmm. they had it as a filler, nothing match. You know, you know what I mean? Like, and honestly, maybe, maybe the best match of the night, it was one of the shorter ones was Chad Cable and right? Ali. Yeah. I, and yeah. I was like, I mean, that was less than five minutes and that might've been the best match of the night. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it was. Yeah. So, uh, I what love that. Say? I, I mean, <laughs> okay. yeah, I, and we'll talk about it as we get near the end. But uh, we had a um, uh, a quick sit down with uh, Kevin Patrick sitting down with Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins um, basically says Cody's a virus and uh, he wants to win Money in the Bank. And I just wanted to put this backstage because uh, I just I popped when AJ popped out of nowhere and hit him because it caught me so off guard. But. Um, I don't know anything Raj uh Seth Rollins we'll, we'll talk about the match in a second but any I I like the setup of this match but this this promo but didn't feel like he said anything that we didn't already kind of suspect yeah I mean I I I, I guess I got nothing I was listening to Bischoff's podcast he he does this uh podcast called Strictly Business where he'll have mm-hmm. you know different people outside of wrestling basically coming on 
And, you know, the guy just nailed it on the head. He's like, why is what caused Rollins all of a sudden to be this cackling, uh, annoying heel? Like, shouldn't there have been something that caused this character change? He never had that. It's just all of a sudden it's like, hey, I want to. I want to change my character up. So all of a sudden I'm completely changing my character, even though you've seen me for years. And now this is what I'm doing. I think Seth Rollins character just sucks. You know, it just doesn't feel natural. I I, I watch Roman Reigns. He feels natural. I watch Brock Lesnar. He feels natural. Seth Rollins feels like completely acting the whole time. And it's just unnatural. It just sucks. And, uh, and he's such a talented performer that it shouldn't be like that. So I, I agree, Rob. I, 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 I agree. I, I said this months ago. I said, I was like, oh, he, it feels like a Joker type of character. And, and then I think we started seeing more of that. And I agree. He's trying to like force the laugh and he's trying to force crazy dance moves and facials. But he's done it enough. He's stuck with it. And like the people have called on to the music. I've just kind of accepted it. I, and I think a lot of it too is he's acting because. When he prior to that, when he was just trying to be Seth Rollins, who's like who's a really good athlete, or he was corporate Seth, or he was Shield Seth, like the, the people bucked against him when they tried to make him go out there and be babyface. They bucked against him and with a heel. So I think this was just his way of kind of embracing. All right, let me just get weird. And even 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 as weird, I think we could have made a case that last week before we turned on Cody, they they, they could have shifted him and put him in a babyface light if they wanted to, and if they felt they need to fill that void with Cody now being out. But I agree, it's very manufactured, but. The people do react, and at the end of the day, they are the barometer. The arenas do react to him. So, but to your point, Rod, I agree. This is a mania match. This could be an AJ versus Rollins. You don't. You still have two more weeks till Money in the Bank. I would have had the Rollins sit down tonight, had AJ attack him, but hold the match till next week. Hold the qualify. Like get a week of advertising that match out to pop a maybe a, a number. So I, I don't know why they felt the need they had to rush that tonight because. There's still a few more weeks until the actual Money in the Bank event. Or you have a couple uh, matches early in the show where, like, these guys get to be in the Money in the Bank later in the night. I mean, this is a WrestleMania match, you know. Again, if this happened in AEW, they, you know, that would be a dream match. But the, it, it was just a throwaway match on, on Raw, and it shouldn't be, in my opinion. Yeah, this is I, I I think they're two of the best in best going right now as far as what they can do in the ring, and they're both established credible wrestlers. So I agree this could be a mania match, or this could main event many, many shows if they had this matchup. Um but again, I feel like I, I feel like this is gonna be an episode that's fairly forgotten quickly. So I don't know if it's that big of a deal. Um uh Dana Brooke defends Vince 20- is already Vince is already forgotten about it. He's moved on. Yeah. Uh, Dana Brooke defended her 24-7 championship two times in a row against Becky Lynch. And um, basically, Becky Lynch says she doesn't care about the title and she's angry and just wants to enter the Money in the Bank match. Uh, Now, Justin, I know that the 24-7 title isn't exactly a a title that needs protecting, but this felt like they overthought Becky Lynch just saying she wants to be in the Money in the Bank match. Well, maybe this also felt like this is like a, a wink, wink, nod, nod to how much of a joke the 24-7 title is in the writer's room. We're going to put Becky in this match, and she's going to audibly on the microphone say how disrespectful this is and how she doesn't give a shit about it. Um, you, you, to, to what Rod is saying, you would talk about like feeling manu- feeling forced and acting. I feel like Becky's – like I don't – I feel like you know a couple years ago, Becky was the most organic – 
natural thing happening when she transitioned into the man and you know the famous episode she busted Naya or Naya busted her open like we've gone so far from that Becky feels very forced um she's trying to do like a spinoff I mean I hate to I hate I always hate to like I'm not trying to like always make the the, the performers a date or in this case are have are married I guess at this point mm-hmm. uh, but but it, it, she feels like she's somewhat of a spinoff of Seth like she's trying to dress real crazy and what and, and act real crazy and, and it, it does again it just it feels I'm like this doesn't feel like just go back to being the badass who's gonna say what she wants to say and this has got the spicy red hair and Irish ass kicker like just go back yeah I feel like we were very much removed from that and, and big time Bex doesn't feel like anything that I want to see compared to what you know the man or some of the previous you know iterations were yeah I feel like too with with Becky because I'm, I'm in agreement with you I, I know she was one of those popular wrestlers going and I feel like we all still want that and I think for me we talked about how Seth why did Seth change I feel like with Becky, it's why did she change? Like, we all loved her, and there was no real reason she became big-time Bex. She just... My, I always wonder with that, Jack, If was this... A, is that a business thing? Is that a, well, we can sell a new line of T-shirts. Can we sell a new line of action figures if we change the look up, if we change the logo, if we change the catchphrase up? I, I always wonder with those things. It's the same thing with Alexa Bliss, with what we've talked about with the Lily doll. Like, there's always marketing motivations, I think, with that kind of stuff. She did want it. Uh, Becky, it was her request. I think it was a bad decision because I think a year ago, she was the number two baby face in the company, possibly number one a, a year before that uh, with Roman Reigns. I think she was just hot as hell. And I think this new heel turn gimmick, wacky, we're wearing weird shit. You know, it, it, she's just not. It just feels like she's trying to be a character, whereas before she was that character and people bought into it. You know, when she was, when her nose was busted open and she was talking smack, people, she felt real. I mean, it was the closest thing to a female Steve Austin that we've seen. She was awesome. And uh, now it's just, you know, it's just like there's aluminum foil all over her face and shit on her, you know. She's like a Lady Gaga cosplayer. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it just, it's just, I don't know what the character is. What is your thing? Why did you change? There should have been a reason. When she's saying you, the fans turned on you, they never did. So that makes no sense because they love, they still cheer you. So right. her, uh, and Edge, her and Edge have been hanging out. Right. Yeah, right. She, she was, was going to join the Judgment they, Day. They've been, commi- they've been commiserating around the campfire. Right. I if think you're that's telling a good story, uh, Justin, I've been watching Ozark. I'm on season three. Are you done? Season three. Oh, last episode. More to go. Amazing. Yeah. I yeah. love it. But yeah. everything makes sense. It's not like you have to fill in your own gaps. It's not like, uh, you know, like, it's like, that's how wrestling should be. Like everything should make sense. Ultimately. It's not like, Oh, I watched new Japan. So I get this aspect of the story. It's like, no, you're watching you. You have your show. That's why this is happening. Raw dynamite, whatever. And, and um, a, and the three is crazy. We're, we're getting away from that. The, the storytelling has been shit in wrestling, in my opinion, for, for a while now, uh, you know, uh, Goto, Goto is in the New Japan 
title picture. Why the fuck, uh, you know, Tanahashi beat him the other night. But before that, why was he even in there? Why was that battle royal with all these jobbers? In, That's a whole a other that picture. <laughs> That's that I, that you're you're gonna need some spread. We're, we're fifty-four we're fifty-four minutes in and we're still an hour one of Raw. All right, all we don't right, need to be talking right, about I'll, that. I'll, that's, that's, I'll that's, go to Ozark real quick. If you're at the end of, so you saw the end of season three? <laughs> I have one Justice. more episode. We don't we oh, have yeah, time one more. for all that. Yeah. Ozark. Oh, dude, that brother, the, the 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 actor that plays that brother is one of the best actors. He is amazing. He's so good. Wait, I the brother of wait, the, the brother the of Laura Lenny? Oh yeah, the brother of yeah. He's so good. And his and his character legacy is a big part of season four. I don't I can't say that I love it, but right. wait till you see the last episode of season three. The last episode. Ooh, you're gonna you're I'm gonna on, be going. I'm on it. Yep. Don't say anything. Text me, text me when you text me when you finish it. <laughs> so then this happens, Raj. And <laughs> um, but as we move on, uh, we've got uh, Alexa Bliss and <laughs> Liv can we talk Morgan. about more drug smuggling? Why do we have to come back to Raw? Yeah, cartels. Better call Saul. I that's to- and, and Raj, he looks like Omar Navarro. I always like to talk I about know, Omar. That's that's what he said. You do. You. I mean, I, I know that's very. You do. I don't know. You look like Omar Navarro. It's because you've racist, got that boss vibe to you. Different race, so it can't be racist. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's a weird thing to say, but I like I, every time I saw the actor, I was like, "That's Raj. It's Raj with a, with a mean with a mean streak." Yeah. Um. But and uh, a fuller a fuller beard. He's a handsome guy. <laughs> Uh, I, whenever you get compared to someone on TV, just roll with it. That's what I do. I, yeah, sounds good. They're on Ryan TV. Seacrest. I'll take that. I get that a lot, actually. You get that a lot. I do. I get that one a lot. That you one in Seacrest um, hair. Joel McHale, I get surprisingly a lot, too. That's better than the bad guy on Ozark. <laughs> <laughs> the bad. Yeah, at least that, that's well, at, least, cool at least you're not like, like a boss. At least you're, at least you're not like some uh, just. You know, henchman number three. You're the damn right. cartel boss. It's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and wait till you see season four. It's not Jimmy V. You're not. <laughs> Ash, A- Ash, and Dewdrop. They they fall short of becoming contenders in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, Bliss pins Nikki. I put. I made my notes. Is that interesting? Because they used to be friends. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. But. Um, Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan are in the Money in the Bank. Justin, is uh, that the right call? Sure. Next. <laughs> Ross. I, next. I, mean, I, don't, I, I, I won't get to ask you this for a while, potentially. So uh, what are your top three favorite Nikki A.S.H. moments? Oh, God. <laughs> One, when she debuted, it's like, okay, Vince McMahon hates you. <laughs> Two. <laughs> She's such a sweet person, you know, like we've interviewed her at SummerSlam and other places. She is just, ah, oh God, man, I, I, I want the best for her. This gimmick is not it, clearly. This was her gimmick, though. She wanted this. She wanted it, yeah. She as pitched it. it. As weird as it is, if she just had a it normal sucked. last name or a, a, like a superhero last name instead of the A-S-H thing, I feel like it would be much better but the ash thing kills me every time you know when people tell me like oh so and so oh cody wanted to wrestle at hell in a cell it's like he doesn't own the promotion who gives a fuck if he wanted to wrestle at hell in a cell ultimately it's wwe's decision um you know it, <laughs> if she wants to do this crappy gimmick 
and someone wants to step in and say, no, you're not doing it, but whatever. I, you know, she gets TV time. That's hard enough to get. So that's a good mm-hmm. thing. Uh, someone else got a lot of TV time. Raj, what are your top three Lily moments? <laughs> <laughs> when they burned it. <laughs> one when she took out Shayna Baszler, clearly. Yeah, where boxes th- are falling on her head. Uh, yeah. Uh, the wink actually is the number one spot. Come on. That's <laughs> got to be number one. No I'll, lie. My do- I'll let you no go lie. number two. Okay. My, daughter, my daughter, who was like six, five or six at the time, was in the room, like coming to say goodnight to me when they did the whole like Lily wink, like the doll wink. And like to this day, she still talks about it. She it freaked her out. <laughs> the wink is probably. The dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. I, I, think I, I was watching by myself. I think I verbally said, just kind of like to myself, oh, no. <laughs> when it like, did they really do that? When um, they did the wink, that was a different level. of, <laughs> and, and they zoomed in. Like, <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. Well, the other one must have been when Lily was swinging by herself interviewing people. That was I'm the done with it, it, You know what? <laughs> I will say this. This and this goes not just WWE. This is AEW, NHL, football. I will not watch anything from that era, from that COVID era with the empty arenas and whatnot. It's uh, it's too freaky. That's gonna be so weird to look back on in like five years or so when this is like really in the in the rearview mirror. It's gonna be even just seeing clips now, like that Money in the Bank from before. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, weird. And, and, well, speaking of weird, uh, Kevin Owens and Ezekiel have a match that we get a count out. But, Raj, I wish you were going to be here for this next week, man. Uh, <laughs> Elias. We're going to walk with Elias one more time. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm curious. I'm actually intrigued to see how they do it. Like, is it going to look good? Like, with the, I'm assuming they, they're going to have a fake beard and everything. Justin, I don't know if this says anything about Raw, but I am the I am more excited to see how they do Elias next week than I have been excited for Raw in a very long time. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to this too. I mean, look, it, it, it's it, at its origin, it's a stupid story. <laughs> Kevin Owens is calling this guy a liar for saying that he's you know a younger brother. I mean, it's it's really, it's really stupid when you actually write it down. But it actually, but it's fun. Uh, KO is one of the best heels they have. He's coming off of a mania with Steve Austin. Uh, Ezekiel, they're trying to actually foster him as a babyface. You know, he, he I know some say because of the look, he's ripped as hell and he's, you know, we're going to get seeked up. He's got a little bit of like a light Ultimate Warrior vibe to him. Uh, but so far, the fans haven't shit on it. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I'm looking forward to how they do it too. Probably a fake beard and the fun they can have with this. Um, you know, it, it's kind of fun. I mean, this look and the look, precedent sets. Uh, Mick Foley pulled off the three faces of Foley, and and people, and that was, and it, they did it well. And every, and all three were ridiculous uh, contradictions of each other. So this might be a fun new kind of phase of that. And um, and I will say in this match too, I wrote it down. Uh, again, if you didn't see the match, or if you're looking for things to see based upon our recommendations, in this match, Ezekiel hits his flying knee that he does. Looked great, and then Kevin Owens took a hell of a bump. Of he staggered and just fell through the between the bottom and middle rope, and took a hell of a bump to the floor. So, just for you wrestling nerds and geeks who likes the 
the stuff bell to bell. If you're looking for things to watch, check that out. But I, yeah, I'm really that, that's probably one of the highlights of next week. So I want to see this Elias concert. Yeah, I, even just from a how they pull it off, how they do it, how it. I'm actually really excited about I'm really interested too. in seeing this. Uh, you'll be in Paris. You don't get to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll be uh, in The one Italy week up. I decide to get out of town. <laughs> you'll be manscaped and loaded up on Blue Chew yeah. in Paris. You're not going to see Smooth balls out the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Speaking of towers, uh, Omos and MVP come out, and um, they say, "No good deed goes unpunished." Cedric, you tried to help us, now we're going to beat you up. Uh, MVP makes quick work of Cedric, and um, they make a claim for a spot in the Money in the Bank match. So I can't remember if they actually got it or if they just said they wanted it. Uh, Raj, did you know the Hurt business broke up a year and a half ago? They have gotten together about seven or eight times. <laughs> it's like, we're back together and we're done. Um, Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. I got a question for you. Who do you think uh, with MVP, there, there are all these reports with MVP and Chris Jericho, who wins that fight? I have no idea. Jericho's pretty tough. MVP, Brazilian. I think he's a a black belt in in jujitsu. Yeah, I feel like I feel like MVP is probably more technically sound, but I feel like Jericho's a little more scrappy. I don't know. I mean, I want to say MVP, but Jericho has all these stories about beating beating up big dudes. So I don't know. He, MVP's he, MV, MVP's uh, uh, he's he's not a small dude himself. I don't know, but I I don't know. Jer- Jericho has this like a lore of like scrappy. Just I think I feel like I feel like, I feel like Jericho just has the balls. Like, I feel like Jericho and I, feel, and, I feel, and I feel like Jericho would just kick you in the balls. Yeah, but MVP <laughs> would fuck him up. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I. I... I feel, that's what I want to say, but I if I only like if, if only would... MTV had celebrity deathmatch for my and you know we had we had Mills Lane to referee it. The, the first ever Austin versus McMahon match was on that. What a great show! God, we the youth the youth of the youth of America will never know. That I was still have that show. shirt. That was a good show. That we should be covering celebrity deathmatch. That's what we should be doing. Um, but uh, we get um, but. Uh, yeah, anyways, I, I had to look up when they broke up the first time. January 2022, or uh, no, it's 22. So six months ago, not a year and a half ago. But they, they've been broken up forever. Anyways, um, Rollins and AJ have their match at this point. It's a good one. Anything else you want to uh, add to that one? Nope. You I, win I, this round, Jack Farmer. That's it. <laughs> I, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> the only thing I have to add about Rollins is Rollins really needed the win, a win. So it was good to see him actually get a win uh, clean here. Uh, Riddle and Champa have a match, and um, uh, I think I, may, I think maybe Raj, you mentioned this, but uh, 
Champa, like they always bring him in. Like he always has matches. Like we're supposed to, like he's a threat in the rat in the ring. But like I also have this feeling every time I see him, like oh yeah, he's on Raw <laughs> when he comes yeah. out. Um, I don't know if there's much to take from that, but he felt. I mean, this felt like a total afterthought. Yeah, this is the kind of match though, and and just maybe you can elaborate on it. Is uh, this feels like the kind of match if you say we got to fill time? I feel like give these guys. 15 minutes and let him have a, a barn burner. I mean, real is going to win, but fill time with these guys. Why not? Uh, yeah, this is a, a champ is a case of we're moving this whole new direction of NXT. He doesn't fit. He's overstayed his welcome, but we're not going to cut him. <laughs> so yeah, he's just, he's just floating around doing whatever on raw. Um, yeah. When people talk about Gargano, it's like, really, you think he'd be higher up? than this i mean this is where so i'll probably get hate in the chat for this but this is where characters like butch start to shine and this is why they give them characters like that because they stand out and you remember them and they uh i mean i because i feel like if pete dunn was pete dunn i love pete dunn in nxt but i also feel like if he showed up just as pete dunn he'd probably be in a similar spot as champa right now we're like oh yeah this guy he's he's a good wrestler but i don't i forget he's here but butch you remember right to, to, yeah, I mean, 100%. Uh, Pete Dunne in AEW is not going to be higher than where he is right now. Uh, you know, uh, we're just, it's a crowded space now. It's so crowded. Uh, you're seeing so many people, uh, Tony Nese and all these guys that were being featured all of a sudden that aren't being featured. And, you know, that's natural. Um uh, and like, and like, what's a Tony Nese getting paid? You know, right. What, are they, what, 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 what are, what is, what are they being paid to? So you stay in our organization. Right. I say, if you're on TV in WWE, you're in like the top 1% of all pro wrestlers. <laughs> well, and you're making, and you're making six figures. And not yeah. just that, dude, if you're MJF, if you're someone that could turn that TV time into something, that's a character. That's where your money is. He figured it out. That's where you could do all the flip dives and, you know, uh, moonsaults and whatever you want to do. Ultimately, it's getting really people to care. MJF figured it out. uh, And if you don't, there's a thousand people that are doing moonsaults and and flips. Mm hmm. We got a couple of uh, of chats here real quick. Allison uh, Tuckwab in the chat says, it sucks that Jeff Hardy can't stay straight with his demons, even with his brother with him. He's an older brother, Matt. I thought he would do better if he was with his brother, but it don't look that way. WWE or AEW doesn't matter. He messes up. Uh, yeah, Allison, uh, thank you so much for the chat. Um, it uh, we, um, we chat about it at the beginning of the show. It's, a, it's an unfortunate situation. Uh, for sure, with, with Jeff Hardy, and well, hopefully, I, you know, I, I think, um, my thing, if if he wants to have drinks, that's fine. Do what you want to do. Get a fucking Uber. Don't drive. Don't people. Don't put people's lives at danger. Um. Uh, you're, you, I mean, you make more than enough money to where that should not be an issue. You should have a personal driver. 
I mean, yeah, I was going to say, I like don't even go to the bars or whatever with your own car uber there so you don't have to, don't have to get parking or whatever right. you're doing like don't even do it in the don't even drive there so it's not an issue of can i drive home you've already made the decision because once you've drank it's too like you you're not thinking clearly anyways it's probably the problem but again i don't know but if you do it, fine but don't put other people's lives at risk yeah yeah um super fan in the chat says aj styles has not won a meaningful match in months three pay-per-view losses to edge didn't beat him once lost tonight to rollins what are they doing with him um yeah he he's lost some but i think Seth's loss losses have been a bit more public i guess is how i'd say like they're a little bit more uh obvious his losses where i think aj's losses are kind of under the radar you don't really think of him as necessarily losing all the time where rollins specifically Hasn't been able to get matches at WrestleMania because he keeps losing. Lost three in a row to to Cody. Like losing has been an issue for him, as opposed to AJ. I think AJ is at that level where if you want to push him to the main event spot, it's not going to take a giant leap of faith for for people to accept that it's going to happen. Um, we are in a bad state in my opinion of wwe creative and you know when people talk about ratings going down uh after wrestlemania you have the nba finals and everything but that's not it because you look at a couple weeks ago when they didn't have the nba finals against them and it was still lower than what they were doing in march and april wwe just takes a creative vacation in, in june july until august and I, I just feel like we're in that that phase where it's like nothing inspired is happening. Nothing interesting is going on on WWE TV. And uh, I think we're going to see that until probably till August. Until Cena's back, really. So I guess the end of this month. I mean, to your point, uh, the next segment, Bianca comes out and cuts a promo and Rhea Ripley and, and Judgment Day are there. And I, I saw a report about this being a low ticket sales event and, and it didn't necessarily bother me watching this. I didn't really notice. But during this promo, I don't know about you guys and maybe um, Justin, you can speak on this is I felt like during this this segment and I like everyone involved, but this segment felt dead silent in that arena it felt almost awkwardly quiet during this was that just on my end or did you notice that too uh, uh i don't know about silent but i i felt a lack of energy i'm never crazy about the um judgment day being done backstage you know, appreciate backstage made to look live uh I, I think you're gonna you do yourself better let their music hit let them just mm -hmm. walk out to the ramp at least and cut that promo um, that at least gets the people energized. They get to hear the music. They get to see them. And if, and if, if, if you're doing it, if you're formatting it that way, because, oh, they don't have edge and you don't have the trust in Finn, Rhea and Damien to cut that promo live, which I, I can't imagine that's the thing, but if that's the thing. If, that, if that's the worry, then you have a whole bigger issue. Uh, so I, I never liked the whole look live, but it's a pre-tape. It's done. You can always tell the start of it's, hey, over here, over here, Bianca, up here, Bianca, up here. You know, they're, they're trying to do the whole, but it's, it's, it is, it's yeah. awkward. Just hit the 
hit the hit the effing music, come out and let people react. Because once they get to hear the music and see you, they're going to be more engaged than they are looking at the the screens. But that's just me. Yeah, especially because for the people who are paying to be there, you know, like let them see the people. And maybe I don't know. We'll have to check the wrestling ink. I'm sure we'll have the reports of, of what the dark match was in Wichita, Kansas. Maybe Judgment Day comes out and is in a dark match. I don't know. But like it just it just it, it kills the vibe. Just bring them out on the ramp. Mm-hmm. Especially their presentation. Like they have a cool they have a cool song. They have a cool presentation. Like it's cool for them to come out. Like you'd want to see that. Um, Raj, any uh, any breakaways on this one? Uh, felt very straightforward. My, like I said, I like everyone, but my takeaway was it just it felt like maybe it was the energy issue, but it just felt like something wasn't hitting for me with this. Uh, you know what? I'll save it. I got nothing. I got nothing here. I'll save it. <laughs> <laughs> um, then uh, we have uh, Gable versus Ali had a quick one. Lots of great wrestling assist from Otis. Gable gets a clean win here. Um, Ali Gable's Gable Gable's gonna be a star. Yeah, Gable Gable is he is figuring it out, and obviously and WWE is catching on to him figuring yeah. it out. And this guy, he's a I mean, he's obviously he's an Olympic. He's a workhorse. He's physically a beast. He's not the biggest guy, but he's put together. But he's figured it out. He can do all that stuff, and we've saw and I we I saw him do his best stuff in NXT as well when he was with Jason Jordan, but. He has figured out just in between a move, he can go shoosh or he can go thank you and in the middle of his move. And that gets the biggest reaction. He's so good. It's, you know, he's 36. That's not, that's right about peak. You know, it's not the youngest man's game, but he's a 36. He's in phenomenal shape. Um, he might be, and then in the next year or two, he might be one of the real heels that they can try to uh, exploit. On the roster, the only thing that hurts him is the size. He yeah. he has everything. He's short, but he has because he because the way his character is annoying. So being small almost plays into that a little bit. If he was a big guy that was annoying, it would feel weird. But him and Otis small, was a genius pairing. It really yeah. was it's weird because Otis was a very charismatic guy. They kind of took it away. He uh, Otis was a great babyface. He was the Chris Farley babyface. Yeah. You know, they, and they stripped that of him. But yeah, they, it was weird. I say all the time, I think that WWE loves to do things to guys. We almost like take them out of their comfort zone or take away what made them special originally to see if they can, if they're not, if they're more than just a one trick pony. And I think they did that with Otis. And I think now Gable's found himself. And 36 is not old. I mean, AJ, I think it's like 45. No, it's not old. No, so, like, <laughs> I mean, Gable could be could continue to grow for easily for another five years. That's five WrestleManias. That's a lot of time. Uh, and he still wouldn't be as old as AJ Styles is. So plenty of time for that guy. Um, uh, Veer destroyed Mysterio and Dom. Yay. Uh, he's been doing that longer than... I've been uh, waiting to talk about this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, my chance. Finally! We get uh, to talk about Mysterio versus Beer. Um, and then uh, we got to to get to the very, very end. We we go home with a, a flex off. And I was watching this, Raj, and I just was thinking to myself, this is the weirdest way to end a show with two guys just doing a flex off 
and I was trying to imagine if I invited my friend over to watch wrestling, like one of my laps friends, and we were watching it together. And I was like, yeah, this is how they're going to end the show. Two guys flexing. Don't um, do it. It, it feels to me, and I'm a, I'm a generally positive guy, but like I feel, I'm trying to feel like if I was, if I went to this show live, I'd be thinking I should go home early, like to the, from these shows. <laughs> it feels like their last half hour is always such filler. It feels like that hour three start match. After that, go home, skip the traffic. Like, well, you know, you had the this was. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this back in Royal Rumble 1988 Ultimate Warrior Rick Rude they did the super pose down this was kind of a takeoff on that and that was not the main event of that show even in 88 Mm -hmm. so this being the last segment of the show just sucked I thought it was terrible Um, yeah yeah, Raw. Raw's flip. Raw. We've talked about it. I think. I think we have to just accept it. Raw has flipped the script. They no longer have a main event. If you are in the right. main event, you're in the opening segment. You're in the the, the first hours where they put things they really care about. I mean, and, and Dynamite too. Dynamite yeah. is the first segment where you put your strongest segment. It's not the main event anymore. Yeah. It's the it's, first segment. It, it really isn't. It really isn't. What whatever's ending Raw, you're not in the main event spot. I mean, in a way, they ended with Theory standing tall, and Theory's probably gonna have a, ma- a match against Cena. So, like, they, you know, like, the last thing you saw is supposed to be important, but it, it's it's nothing that you can't catch on YouTube tomorrow. You know, it's just it's that's just not the way they structure the show anymore. Um, I find it funny that Theory got the Garth Brooks microphone and. <laughs> Lashley didn't get a microphone. That's that's kind of funny to me. <laughs> Garth Brooks microphone. He sounded good though. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's going to be a thing he, he does more often now, come out with one of those things, because it's annoying and it would fit who, what he's doing very well. Uh, especially and, and, and he throws on a country yeah. accent would be even better. <laughs> <laughs> all game, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, honestly, it wasn't even all. It, it wasn't even the, the necessary, the segment. It's like, this is what we're ending with. This is... It, but it doesn't, just, ma- it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know what? No this, other TV show in on earth would say let's end with the least interesting thing. And like, could you imagine if Ozark always ended with the most boring part of the show? <laughs> you'd never, you'd never keep watching. But it's only an hour episode. This is three freaking hours. I've got to say this. You know, I love you guys. I love everyone in the chat. This is my uh, last for a bit until the fall, at least. And. uh I just watching these shows, it's like, man, this is just brutal. Like there is nothing going on. There's no story uh, moving forward. And I'm watching Ozark and I'm watching Succession and I'm watching uh, The Boys, which I actually haven't started the new season yet, but I'm planning on it. Uh, All these shows, shit's moving forward. Every episode you watch there's something going forward and wrestling is not moving that way. And AEW too. I I feel like it's just, it's stagnant. It's there's nothing very interesting happening to, in my opinion, you know, hangman page and CM Punk, if that was interesting to you, great for you. But I thought it was just lame. It was boring. Uh, Anyway, 
That's uh, I'm out after tonight for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah, it's just this is. I I don't really know what else to to add. Again, it's it's one of these things where it's it's a lot of stories that feel like they've either been drug on for so long or that there's been no extra story beats. Uh, this was a very um. Like I said, if you miss this episode, you miss nothing, I think. Just a week to fill. Um, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Raj, where are you going? You're, you're going to miss all this. Then we have we have one more segment, right? Or no? No, we're, are we done? Look, look, the, the device I'm on is not charging. I have, oh, like, no. 4%, I have like 4% battery, so look, wrap oh, the fuck shit. up. Okay. I'm gonna, or I'm gonna get kicked off in a minute. So wrap we're up. gonna wrap up. Well, oh, I, oh, shoot, we do got a few star chats here. I got Allison Tuckwab real quick says AEW and WWE. Jeff Hardy screws up anyway. Oh, brother or no brother, big brother Matt can even help him when he's there with him. Uh, so yeah, it's a again we as you said earlier, Allison. Also, we don't even know if Matt was at the event with him. Let's just chill out. It's uh just in general the 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 heart the situation's a little uh unfortunate, yeah, but uh, then Uber Jeff. Allison says, uh, also says, the match I wanted to watch, the Hardys versus the Bucks. Now I ain't going to be able to see my dream match. I was waiting for that one. They have that, right? They've had it. They, they had it at the pay per view. The last pay per view. Yeah. Yep. It was at uh, Double or Nothing. So you can, you actually can check that one out if you'd like to, Allison. Um, but uh, I think that does it for us. It definitely does it for Justin's phone. And it definitely I'm does it. I'm at 3%. It, I'm at 2%. Oh, there we go. It definitely does it for Raj, who's over it all. He's ready for the summer, summer yeah, break. Uh, make sure to follow uh, at Justin LaVar, at Real Jack Farmer, at Raj Geary. Oh, what is it? The Raj Geary. Um, the, and follow at Wrestling Inc. for all your news. NXT tomorrow, Dynamite, all that good stuff. We'll see you guys next time. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.